Hello, and welcome to another episode of UFU, a podcast by Skilled Creative. My name is Graylin. And I'm Isaac. And today we'll be discussing our experiences with procrastination through our senior schooling journey. And later on, we will have special guest speaker, Mr. Walsh, a tech teacher from Lizero High School. We will ask him how he personally deals with procrastination and how he assists students struggling with putting off schoolwork. But before we get into that, we will both share a short story, each that shaped our current lives. Isaac will be sharing a story about moving primary school in year five and the differences between schools on the coast and in Northern Sydney. For all students, moving schools presents a significant challenge as they're starting from scratch. My mother was already teaching at the school where I moved. So when I started, I didn't have a blank slate like a normal student. Instead, teachers and my peers had perceptions about who I was School is perceived very differently in Northern Sydney than it is on the Central Coast. Nearly all the students at my new school in Northern Sydney were interested in learning. Even though I excelled academically at my old school on the coast, I dropped behind my peers in my new school and was comparatively dumber. Overall, gaining a larger perspective on the differences and being challenged with the new experience has shaped who I am today. That was a great story, Isaac. Thank you for sharing. Now, I'll be sharing the differences with living with two separate parents. Growing up, living in two households can have its challenges and advantages. However, when you only have known one way of living, you can't really miss something you don't have. It eventually becomes a routine that you get used to. Living with two separate parents, you learn to get prepared and always be ready for plans to change. Every week, you're constantly forgetting things at one house and leaving things at the other. I always find it funny when I'm trying to find something only to find out I've left it at the other house. However, at the end of the day, I wouldn't say life is worse with separated parents, just different. That was interesting, Graylin. Thanks for sharing. Now that we've both shared our own experiences, we'll now move on to our main segment, discussing every student's guilty pleasure of procrastinating with our special guest, Mr. Walsh. Throughout my high school life, there have been many times where I've gotten an assignment, gone home, and just thought, you know what, it's due in a couple weeks. So what's the point? And I guess that's the first mistake we make as students. How many of you have been guilty of procrastinating and doing something else you would consider fun instead of that long assignment you know is due the next day? You get this false sense of hope that you will do it later, but you know if you were going to do it later, then why wouldn't you just do it now? So Isaac, when you get one of these long assignments that I just previously mentioned, what are your go-to hobbies? Well. Usually it's Netflix or YouTube, but I'm trying to be a bit more strict with myself now that the assignment results actually matter quite a bit from my ATA. So what about you? Well, my guilty pleasure is probably social media, Snapchat, Instagram, and a bit of gaming on the Xbox with the boys, if I'm being honest. Yeah, definitely me too. Uh, just get scrolling and scrolling through TikTok or Instagram, snapping, talking to people. It's just quite distracting. Well, speaking of technology, would you say technology has made it easier for people to procrastinate? Well, I believe technology's made it more accessible. Like you can just pull your phone out of your pocket and just procrastinate, just scroll through all the apps, all social media. 
It's just so enticing with the colours and just it pulls you in to watch. But back in the day, I reckon, they would have been distracted still with their toys, with other things with their mates still, because that's still what happens. But now it's more online instead of being in face-to-face. So, yeah. How's, has your procrastinating gotten better or worse in senior schooling? Well, if I'm being honest, to year seven to year 10, it is pretty laid back and you don't really realise how much of a jump it is when you go into senior school. Yeah, schooling. definitely, definitely. Yeah. And um, I would say that my procrastinating has gone down, but I wouldn't say much. I still put off assignments, even though I'm giving them on the day, if I'm being honest. Sorry to all the teachers that may um hear this, but it's true. As a student, you get home and you look at the assignment and it could be six marks, could be a hundred marks. You just look at it and think... I could be doing something else rather than an assignment. Yeah, something more enjoyable. Exactly, sure. yeah. And when the deadline is in six weeks, you're just thinking, I can do it next week. And I guess that's the mistake we all make as students. We get this false sense of pride and hope that we can do it in one night and then it's due the next day and we haven't done it. So, yeah. Yep, definitely. So, do you have any uh, recommendations to mitigate procrastinating? Well, I think the best thing for me has just been putting my phone in another room and just forgetting about it, turning off all notifications so I don't ever get distracted by it buzzing or beeping at me. Uh, it's basically just that and just try and focus on the one thing and make it make punishments if you're not doing it. So punish yourself by like, for me, I make myself go on a, t- a 20 minute run or go 20 minutes longer than I usually would if I don't start when I tell myself I'm gonna start. If I say I'm starting doing work at four o'clock, I will start at four o'clock, otherwise, I punish myself with extra running. So getting rid of technology and um, punishing yourself is what you would recommend to the viewers. Yeah, for people that feel like punishment will be the way, but some people just, you know, don't mind going on a run. Whereas I don't mind it, but like, I don't really want to be putting that extra 20 minutes of running in when I could just be at home relaxing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, just taking out leisure time and putting in more things that make your mind believe that I need to be doing this. Otherwise, you know, a bad outcome will happen. What about yourself, Graylin? Oh, to mitigate procrastinating. Really, don't have friends, if I'm being honest. All my friends, always, always distractions, if I'm being honest. One second, I'm about to do the assignment. Next second, you get a text message saying, get on the Xbox or just, yeah, social media in general just always gets me. So, like what you said, turning off the phone is a very big help. But really just isolating yourself from all distractions is probably the best way, if I'm being honest. Yep, totally agree. Now, the moment everyone has been waiting for, Mr. Walsh is with us. Hello, sir. Hello. So, sir, we're going to ask you some questions about procrastinating. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. So, sir, when you were younger, how did you struggle with procrastinating? I don't think I really did have a big issue with procrastinating when I was younger. I think I was pretty, I wouldn't say I was highly driven, but I sort of logically went through things and went that's got to get done and it's easier to get done now than leaving it till later so I did try to get things done when I was given them so I didn't sort of uh, stuff around and, and waste my time but as I said I wasn't super driven I didn't do fantastic in everything I did but I just sort of did the job to get the thing done so it was a load off my mind that my memory might be fading as I get older. (laughs) That's a good response, sir. How have you as an individual restricted yourself from procrastinating in the past? Um, When I get a a job or a task I need to do, I sort of, I feel better when I don't have like a mental list of things I need to do. So, you know, I just feel better about myself and I feel like I can relax and, and chill out. So 
to sort of restrict myself from procrastinating, I sort of tick those jobs off and I get things done or tasks done or work done that needs doing when I can rather than sort of you know, work before leisure, if you like, rather than the other way around. So I feel better in myself sitting around once the work is done. I feel that I can't fully relax if I've still got work that I know needs doing or tasks that need doing. So That's some good advice, sir. And so if you were ever to procrastinate, what are some of the things you'd be doing while procrastinating? I have I have been guilty in the past, of, especially if I'm at home and during the COVID lockdown experience when we were doing the homeschooling. It's very tempting when you're you know, sitting on a lounge doing work or sitting at the table doing work when you look out the window and, oh, yeah, I'll just go out to the garden. Yeah, I'll just go and do this. I'll have a quick dip in the pool. I have been guilty of kind of, you know, it sounds pretty sad, but like tidying up things around the house, just doing things that are more interesting, if you like, more things that are more interesting than, you know, that work that needed doing or that task that needs doing. Yeah, completely. That's similar to my mindset too. Try and just picture yourself doing the schoolwork and just make sure that's on the top of your priorities list. What tips would you recommend to students to stop them from procrastinating? Really, students, I think, need to be really honest with themselves and and I think it's pretty true for most people in that no one will really do their best work at the last minute when, you know, the day before things are due or the week before things are due. So you could put off things and go, oh, yeah, that's a while away. I'll just, I'll do something else. I'll do something else. But that time soon catches up with you. And then you, you, you see you're facing this mountain of things that need to be done. Um, whereas if you could chip away earlier on at that mountain, you'd be sort of halfway over the mountain when you're nearing the end. So I would, I would get students or encourage students to keep in mind, give yourself lots of time, get into things early, you know, put that, you know, leisure time is much more enjoyable when you don't have the thoughts of, oh, I've got that work or I've got that thing that's due or I've got this other thing that I need to get done. Your leisure time's more enjoyable when that isn't hanging over you. So I would say put the leisure time on, on hold, start chipping away at work or tasks that need doing. And every now and then, yeah, go and do some leisure time, have some activity. You need that for sure, but definitely intersperse work and the less enjoyable tasks in amongst your your leisure time to to get through things and to make sure you're not leaving everything to build up on you. Yeah, completely. Well, thank you, sir. That has been very insightful. Sadly, that's all the questions we have today. So um, thank you, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. It's it's been a nice chat, and it's great to hear from you guys, and I hope your experience continues. Uh, It'll be good fun for the rest of the week. Thank you, sir. Now it's quiz time. I'm going to ask Isaac five questions and he's going to do the same for me. Question number one. What is the biggest technology company in South Korea? Um, let me think about that. Is it the biggest technology? Sony. It was Samsung. Unlucky. All right. How many countries still have shilling as their as their currency? Bonus, which countries? Okay, I definitely don't know which countries. Let's take a shot in the dark. Okay, I'm going to go with five countries. Ooh, that was really close. It's actually four. Unlucky, Greyland. <laughs> so what were the four countries, Isaac? Well, they were all African countries. Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, and Somalia. That's really interesting. All African 
Do you know why? Yeah, they're all ex-British colonies. All right. What is the world's largest ocean? <laughs> Just think about it. I should know the specific. There we go. First one. What is the most spoken language in the world? English. You are really good at this, Graylin. <laughs> no, All right. What is the rarest color of M&M? Is it brown? Wow. Okay. Well, I was going to say purple, but brown, yeah, seemed more oh, I've rare. never said a purple M&M before. That's so true. Yeah. Maybe it is rare. <laughs> okay, Isaac, it's your five questions. Question number one. What is the common name for dried plums? Damn, that's actually... What is an apricot? Is it an apricot? No, it's not. What is it called? Prunes. A prune. Yeah, oh, I've heard that before, yeah. Okay. Which country consumes the most chocolate per capita? <sighs> Seems like a South American country to me. Um, no, Colombia. Um, <laughs> you have to edit that one out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe Peru? No, it's actually Switzerland. Didn't expect that. Question number three. What was the first soft drink in space? It seems like it's a Pepsi or Coke thing. I read it was a marketing stunt. I reckon it was. Or I'll give you a hint. It was one of those two. Thanks, Graham. That was just what (laughs) I was thinking. I have a feeling it was Pepsi. And the answer is... It's actually Coca-Cola. Damn. Yeah. You're a musician yourself. Yep. Which member of the Beatles married Yoko Ono? Uh, I love the Beatles' music. They did have quite of uh, a moment. I feel like it might have been John Lennon. That is correct. John Lennon. Let's go. What is the biggest selling music single of all time? Oh, my. Biggest? Is it? Can you give me a clue? Is it a uh, It was in 1997. Song? 1997. <sighs> yeah, I'm not sure. Can you give me a band? I'll give you a big hint. Yep. Candle in the... Light? What's in the... <laughs> Candle in the wind, actually. Is that the biggest selling single? Yeah, it's the biggest selling single. Candle in the wind. Yeah. What? So you are... Okay. Okay. That's our trivia questions done and dusted. And that brings us to our final segment, the Under Pressure segment, where we ask each other questions from the Under Pressure box. I'll be going first. So, Isaac, what's your favourite school subject? Uh, and why? It'd probably be music. Just It's a good class, just good chat. All of us are really keen musicians, and it's really fun to learn. Just You know, it's a subject where you get to listen, play music all lesson. Can't really go wrong with music, to be honest. So, as a musician, uh, what instruments do you play, Isaac? Well, I probably specialise in guitar, but I can play bass. I can kind of play the drums. I'm pretty good at piano. Yeah. Do you have a favourite instrument? Probably the guitar, you know. Just, it's very versatile. Right, I've got a question for you now, Graylin. What's the best advice you've ever been given? Well, this advice comes from my mentor. And um, he told me to always be kind, be a gentleman... And be yourself. Oh, that's just 
Beautiful advice, Graham. Very inspiring indeed. It is inspiring. Okay, the final question I have for you. What's an embarrassing childhood memory? I remember when I was in kindergarten, probably. I remember it was probably the first term of school. I was uh, just, maybe it was recess, and I had an accident, and I <laughs> just had a huge poo in my pants. quite embarrassing. Great sound effects, Graylin. Yeah, so I was walking around all day, clenching my bum cheeks together, hoping it didn't leak down my leg. But, oh, it was gross. It was so gross. But, oh, it was so embarrassing. I remember... Someone, maybe someone in an older year, when I just was walking towards the bus, they said, what's that smell? And I was just, <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Yeah, I've got to admit, that's a pretty embarrassing childhood memory. Yeah. Have you ever <laughs> yourself? <laughs> I don't want to answer that on the air. But I think everyone's done that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. All right. My final question for you. All righty. What's your idea of the perfect day? Idea of the perfect day. Okay. It'd be wake up at 10 a.m. because I want a good sleep in. Then it'd probably be hang out with my friends for a couple of hours. And if I'm being honest, I like salsa dancing. So I'd have a salsa party to finish off the night and I'd dance until I fall asleep. What's actually happening at a salsa party? I've heard you say salsa party so many times, but I just don't actually know what happens at a salsa party. So, um, basically, a lot of people just dance with each other and salsa dance with each other. Oh. And um, you switch partners after every song, yeah. Oh, so you just go around the ring, you know, just everyone has Pretty a bit of a dance. Much, yeah. You eat food or anything? Oh, you can eat food. Yeah. And I um, know you're about to make a corny joke about salsa and eating salsa or something. <laughs> No, I wasn't actually, but now that you've said it, you know, any chips and dip there? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of Youfew, a podcast by Skilled Creative. We were your hosts of today's episode, Graylin and Isaac. Thanks to Mr. Walsh for joining in and being our guest for the podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to like, follow, and stay tuned for future episodes. Youfew, a podcast by Skilled Creative. Stop recording, press the stop button left.